Acknowledgements. There are several people who have touched my life. They include Steve Carras, Steve Johnson, Peter Pinkin, Nidra Lewis, Beth Sears, David and Jimmy Higa from CVTC, Deborah Greenwood, Danielle Brummer, Rachel Falkenstern, Erica Seppala, Hilary McGovern, Mrs. Lockwood, and Mrs. Farah from Beacon, Myra Herrera, and my Cardi clan nephews. Not to forget, a woman who has been there for as long as I can remember. She has been selfless and has supported my family in so many different ways. She is the beautiful-hearted Sharon Gregg. Last, but far from least, is the man who got me started on my journey of self-repair, Ken Siegel. His timing was vital in saving my life. Later, I went on to meet his wife, Dorothy, who touched my life as well. I would like to thank the show Pitbulls and Parolees, because by watching the dedication and love given to whom some might consider undesirables gave me a little faith back in humanity. For humor, the TV show Impractical Jokers, because it works very well in replacing the endorphin rush of drugs. Laughter is my new drug. I would also like to thank my demons for riding me so hard. I had no choice but to stop, slow down, and face the change. Sure as hell, it's been one crazy ride. I hope this memoir wakes a lot of people up and shows them anything is possible. Oh, and consider this. How many addicts does it take to change a light bulb? The answer is zero. We're so afraid of change, we'd rather sit in the dark. Introduction After you're done reading Glenna's story, you cannot help but admit she's led a hard life. She's gone through more than her fair share of troubles in different ways. Some of it she invited, some she did not. To say that she had a troubled childhood would be an understatement. Cutting a long story short, she spent a considerable time working as a prostitute. She was a drug addict. Somewhere along the way, she caught AIDS and hepatitis C. She successfully battled the latter, which she considers a battle won. A turnaround in such scenarios is rare. Glenna, though, felt it was eminent. Along the way, she met some good people. She managed to get the better of her paranoia and anxiety, successfully completing her bachelor's degree in sociology. Now, she's happy how things have shaped up. She knows the journey is nowhere near the end, and understands she'll have to deal with new kinds of challenges, but they're ones she's looking forward to, unlike before. Emergency Contact 2012. Do you want to use the same emergency contact? The nurse asked. Huh? I replied in a daze. Do you want to use the same emergency contact? She repeats. What? Let me see. I look at the paper and saw the name of my ex-boyfriend. I almost laughed at myself for using him as a contact. Um, well, can you leave it blank? I was trying to convince myself it didn't bother me, that I could not give a person's name with any confidence. I shifted focus. The situation seemed almost unreal, because I had wished this on someone. 
the same someone listed as my emergency contact. No, I am not into voodoo or witchcraft. Once, someone yelled at me on a crowded prison bus, asking me how my man was. This was when we were traveling from one facility to another. Since I liked playing to the crowd, I had specifically said, Oh, fuck that scrub. I hope he's got every STD we ain't already got. As we laughed, I also blurted out, I hope that bitch gets scabies and rabies. At the time, I didn't even know what scabies meant. I was simply trying to be a wise-ass. Then, there I was, approximately two years later, 